ba-ba-boo-wa, it's your very spooky duo, here to give you the creepos with some Midwestern tailos. Ooh, ba yeah, because it's Northern Fries. Oh my God. I came up with that last night, I was like, <laughs> what am I, a you were songwriter? A, you had the idea though, right? Yeah. Because you worked on that a few weeks ago. Well, I think the oh, one that I had was kind of like, spooky goblin, spooky goblin. <laughs> oh, you stopped. And I stopped because I forgot what the rest of the words were. That's okay. Very nice. Thank, Thank you. you. Hi, everybody. It's Northern Frights. It's Northern Frights. It's Anna. And Alyssa. We're Northern Frights. We're the podcast that talks to you. <laughs> talks to you. Can that I disgusts. Mean? There we go. <laughs> I didn't have my... Uh, I have my paper with my written down introduction on it, so I'm just like that. Talk to you. We do stuff. Okay, reset. Is there anything behind that creepy curtain? No. Just checking. Safety first. Or so we think. Yeah. Good point. Wow. So welcome to Northern Frights. I'm Anna. And Alyssa. And we are a podcast that discusses true crime and paranormal stories throughout the Midwest, specifically Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois. Iowa, North and South Dakota, <laughs> and some other states in there as well. You know the, um, sorry, I just had a flugie in my throat, so I'm trying to like, talk and it's like, <laughs> um, you know the, I think it's NPR, like the weather report on the radio sometimes, um, but it's like a robot does a voice, like a computer reads it off. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I've heard it on um, television. Yeah, so it's like, and it is partially cloudy <laughs> in Fergus Falls. You know, something like Fergus. that. Fergus. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're going for? Yeah, that's what I was trying to be. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I was trying to be a robot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's 2020. You can be whatever you want to be in 2020. Facts. facts on facts. Nobody cares anymore. No. Everybody's giving up. Aww. Aww. Have you given up? I mean, not saying that I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also okay. saying that I'm not, you know, sir, could you not slam the door every time? We're going to leave a note on there next time. Yeah, we are. We're going to say, excuse me. No slamming door. We're having a very important podcast recording in this room. <laughs> And your door slamming is making my ADD that's not diagnosed just go wild. <laughs> wow. So how are you? Me? Yeah. I'm oh. good. Are you talking to me? The only other person in here? <laughs> how uh, are you, stranger? The curtain over there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm doing good, but it is oh. a three coffee day mm-hmm. to get to normal. Yeah. So... so um, what I'm excited about is I got to have, and I don't know the name of it, Dolce Cinnamon, or Cinnamon Dolce, or <laughs> Should whatever. Should we Google it? Should we ask Siri? Oh my god, yes. Okay, here we go, everybody. I'm holding my microphone, so I have to use, it's very awkward. Okay, here we go. Hey Siri, what is the cinnamon stuff called at Starbucks? I found this on the web. Oh, cinnamon dolce latte. Cinnamon. Or cinnamon dolce, I think is what it's called. Cinnamon dolce. Okay. Yeah, so. yeah, I got to have one of those today, so mm-hmm. I was pretty excited about it. Yeah. it tasted delicious. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And aside from that, I'm pretty tired. <laughs> <laughs> but doing great. Besides all the coffee that I've got in my school. <laughs> I'm wired but I'm sleepy. Wired and want to take a nap. 
I could take a nap. But yeah. there's contributing factors. Yes. The weather is lovely. Yeah. And by lovely, I mean in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Perfect it's, fall weather. Yeah. It's got that gray overcastness to it. It is gray overcast. Partly <laughs> cloudy. <laughs> it is 50 degrees outside. <laughs> what I could do with a little bit is some sunshine. At least to start our day out. Yeah. Because, like, ah, that's obviously weather for winter is when... Okay, my Siri doesn't need to turn on. <laughs> Siri's like, you want to know what the weather is? <laughs> <laughs> Got some for me? I'll tell you. <laughs> um, yeah, but aside from that, I'm doing really good. Good. So I've got a, a few things here of note that I wanted yes. to discuss Please. before we start into our stories. Well, we also have a shout out. We want to do it at some point between here. Yes, yes. Okay, so first off, very important, right off the top. V. So we came home, my mom and I, on day was it Saturday, and in our backyard we have this uh, bird feeder, and we've got like a ring of dirt around the bird feeder right now because we had to till it out because there's a bunch of weeds in there. Yeah. And we're we get home and there's a cat in our yard, and we're like, who are you, kitty cat? What a beautiful kitty cat you are. The cat goes into this dirt circle, looks me dead in the eyes, and starts pooping. Yes. <laughs> I love the eye contact. <laughs> just, this just is what like, I think of it. This is what you are to me. <laughs> Poo. <laughs> your opinion, let's say that. Yeah. I was just like, whose cat is this? Come get your cat. <laughs> Especially after that. Yeah. I see a cat, I think Professor McGonagall. So my professor McGonagall's taking a poop. Yeah, and then I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> She's a little like, too classy. You're like, that. it's like exciting. It's going to be one of those cats from the Harry Potter. It's just like, and then it pooped in my yard. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So I saw it yesterday when I came back from my walk. The poop? And I, well, the cat. Oh, the cat. Okay. <laughs> poop. Okay. It buried the poop. Oh, um, interesting. That's what they do. Oh, okay. But he was just like walking down our alley, and I'm just like, hey, you. <laughs> don't even think about it. This is not your yard. He's just like looking at me, like, you know what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I may not do it right now, but it's happening. I didn't come in. <laughs> I'm sauntering down this alley here to come to your yard to take a poop. <laughs> Perfect pooping ground. <laughs> so you're welcome, other neighbor. <laughs> Probably from two doors down where that cat that came into like, well, like waltzed into my front porch mm-hmm. that one day that yeah. I was telling you about. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's probably from that block because apparently they've just got all these wild cats. Rogue cats. Roaming around, walking into people's houses, taking poops in their yards. <laughs> so they do. It's a gang of cats. <laughs> oh, speaking of gangs. Yes. <laughs> speaking of gangs. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the geese gang. Yeah. Have accepted me. Oh, you're one of them? Yeah, because I was able to like walk through the park without them being like, hey, hey <laughs> come over here. Come here. Let's have a little talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, way to go, Anna. I was, I was able to walk by. Not like I wasn't able to like walk by without being like, hmm, you stay there. Yeah. There wasn't here. aggression no, radiating like, at you. No, watching me as I was walking. Excellent. So, but also, um, when I took my walk yesterday, I'm coming up this path, and there's this older man walking towards me, and then all of a sudden this other guy ran around me, and he looks back, and he's like smiles and waves at me. It was like he knew who I was, and I was like, I thought, kind of thought I knew who he was. So I was like, hi. And then I'm walking, and I'm like, I don't know that guy. 
I don't think I know who he is. I'm like, but I'm like, do I know him? Is he my stalker? Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I'm very concerned that I might have a stalker. <laughs> well, it didn't help that you shouted, don't you know who I am? <laughs> started to accept you? <laughs> Just be like, do you know who I am? Don't 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 you know? This guy's seen you do that, and now he's like, <laughs> he's like to get her okay, you wave you and smile. Wave and he's like, hi. <laughs> do you know who I am? <laughs> Banned from the park. <laughs> yeah, basically it's coming down. Uh, that was good. Interesting, though. Yeah, so I'll probably take a walk at some point this week and just... If I don't show up, we know. We know. There's, There's a guy. guy in the park that yeah. runs. Runs. Okay. He wears a hoodie. He has glasses. Okay. Very descriptive. <laughs> 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 okay. If you have an update for us next week, yeah, let us know. Did you know? Um, what was the last thing? Oh, yes. I saw a post on Instagram of a newspaper article that said if you have a dark sense of humor, that can be an early warning sign of dementia. Oh no. Yep. <laughs> And I saw that, and I was like, oh, here it comes. Mm. Well, I hope to know you forever, right? Yeah. So we'll, we'll have to see if this plays out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm, like, slowly going into dementia, though, because, like, if I get headaches and stuff, mm-hmm. and sometimes I'll forget words for things, and I'm like, oh, no. No, that's part of a he- really bad headache, though, is oh. confusion. Oh, oh. Or whatever the proper words are but oh, I think that's correct. if they're really bad headaches especially migraines are close yeah. to them that yeah. happens to me too oh, oh good, good or i have dark humor mm-hmm. we'll, have to, we'll have to see if you're a doctor out there you can shoot us an email at northern frights 19 at gmail.com and let us know if we have dementia or not. <laughs> <laughs> i love that stuff we could totally like Dr. WebMD it or whatever. Oh, yeah. And we obviously do then. Oh, we looked that up. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I looked up, like, because I had that really bad headache last year, and I, like, looked it up, and it was like, you've got a brain tumor. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> of course I do. Let's look I right now. It. Let's see. What's called dementia? Dementia. Dementia. Forgot how to hit enter. enter. That, that extra click in there. Okay, give me one second. Oh, in the meantime, I have a correction corner really quick. Okay. So you remember that story I was telling you about um, Evelyn Hartley, and I told the story about my mom babysitting? Mm-hmm. So I played the episode for her. Okay. And the guy was not in the house, he but he was at the back door trying to get in. Can you recap the story and yeah. just correct it? Okay, so... <coughs> excuse me. Not dying. Um, just have to mention. <laughs> um... So the story is my mom was babysitting. This guy came to the door, knocked on it. She was like, there's not supposed to be anybody coming. She's like, oh, you know, there's nobody supposed to be here. And he's like, oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so she's like, I got to make sure the back door is locked. She whoops around to the back, and he's at the back door trying to get in. Uh, I almost so. swore. Heck no. I don't remember this story at all. Was it a case? 
No. No, well, it was a personal story? It was a personal story. Oh, I don't yeah, I did this. A, I did a case on my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, dementia. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Getting lost? Oh, not recently. Short-term memory problems? Yep, 100%. For sure. Yeah. Like forgetting where you put something or asking the same question over and over. Correct. I do that at work a lot. Yep. <laughs> Communication problems, like not being able to come up with a word. Oh, no. <laughs> Trouble with complex but familiar tasks, like fixing a meal or paying bills. Mm, not not so much yet. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> and then lastly, personality changes, like oh. depression, agitation, oh. paranoia, and mood swings. Oh, I only head. laugh because Anna came in. <laughs> Day. Like um T Rex. <laughs> I almost like kicked the door in because I was so crappy. Bam! And she's like, why is my desk like that? <laughs> oh, wait, why was it like that? It was literally like to my boobs. Yeah, all the way up. You have four or five. I'm getting there. I'm pretty sure I think one of my uncles has it. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> now we're depressed. <laughs> oh, there we go. Here we are. Now we're depressed. Check. Check. And just a reminder, this is a podcast about paranormal and true crime in the Midwest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Should we uh I think we stories? do a shout out. Yeah. Yes. As, as I mentioned it earlier <laughs> and then forgot about it. <laughs> Short term memory. Short term memory. There we go. All right, do you want to give the shout out? Yeah, so we had not our first, but one of our firsts. Oh. Do you know what it was? Yes, you do. But yeah, I was like, I was like, <laughs> you're like, yeah. We got fan email. And from our listener named Leslie. Someone we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. And she's from uh, Eau Claire. Yeah. And so. Upon special request, mm -hmm. we tailored our episode today with Eau Claire, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. cases or stories. Yeah, baby. This one's for you, Leslie. Leslie! I might even do another, well, it's a, a story about a town close to it next week. Okay, so that's fine. Whatever you want to do. Keep your ears to the spears. <laughs> <laughs> to the speakers. All right, rock, paper, scissors? Yeah. Mm. Oh. Paper beats rock. Dang it. <laughs> Do you want to go first? Nope. Go ahead. Okay. I just don't want you to get this. Stop making noise. <laughs> All right. So I'm covering a spooky story today. It's called the Stones Throw Bar. Mm. I like how I'm like. I feel like the way I'm talking right now is like I'm doing a book reading. <laughs> <laughs> Stones Throw Bar. Stones Throw Bar. Everybody settle down. <laughs> Prepare for a tale. <laughs> Spooky tale. Spooky. Spooky season. Okay. So it's located on 304 Eau Claire Street in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. It was built as a bank in 1893. And it was originally called the Cameron Drummond Slagsvold Building. Great. Yep. They got an upgrade on name, let they me did. just say. They just shortened <laughs> that down. It's described as Romanesque. If you want to know what that looks like, Google it. Google. It would eventually become the Chippewa Valley Bank, then Samuelson's Department Store, and then starting in 1979, it became...
became an upscale restaurant with an upper floor balcony and stained glass windows. Mm. I almost said 1879. <laughs> <laughs> Between the night... Reset. Between the 1980s to 2000s, the space was a dance club, a gay bar, and a blues club. Today it lives as a bar playing live music. Not the actual space, I assume, but the people in the bar playing music. <laughs> what? <laughs> when I wrote, like, the bar plays live music, I was like, oh, yeah. people are going to think that it's, like, a cool bar that's just, like, a Plays its own music. <laughs> <laughs> the walls are like... <laughs> okay. Many legends come out of the stone's throw. One is that a man hung him... <laughs> I'm glad you're part of this party of stuttering. <laughs> <laughs> Study party for two. Okay. One includes a man who hung himself in the 1940s mm-hmm. or 1900s, depending on who you ask, in what is now the main bar, which is located in the basement. Another claims that a man was drugged into the basement after having been murdered. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Fun. Some reports of activity are the employees hear footsteps on an empty balcony. Voices in deserted hallways and bathrooms, which is never good. Mm -mm. Doors slamming on their own, dangerous. Chairs moving around on their own, helpful. (laughs) Are these additions you've made? (laughs) I love that. Helpful, dangerous. That's great. Uh, Jackets flying off hooks. Probably not helpful. <laughs> what if it flew to your arms oh, and put on? <laughs> that could help. Yes. Um, figures disappearing without a trace. Mm. Spooky. Lights dimming. <laughs> what? What? Lights dimming. Depends on if your eyesight's good or not. <laughs> could be helpful or okay. romantic. Ooh. A glass bottle flew off the shelf while two patrons argued with each other. Apparently the ghost bartender was like, Stop it! Knock it off! You kids are bothering me! (laughs) People hear footsteps in the basement, which, first off, when I first heard that, I'm like, the bar is in the basement. Mm. So, are they hearing footsteps in the basement while nobody's down there? Or it's the cellar, like, underneath that. Because they have... In general, they um, bar store alcohol Down. downstairs or in a yeah. separate area. Yeah. So I wonder if it's that. Okay, we're going to go with it. Let's go with that. Yeah. Um, the man who hung himself apparently only appears before and after patrons are in the bar. Like, <laughs> what? So the guy who hung himself apparently yeah. only appears before and after, after patrons oh. are in the bar. He's like, I don't want okay. to be bothered. I thought it was he either shows up when nobody's there or when people are there and I'm like isn't that any time then? He's just always there. Okay, okay. Thank, thanks for clarifying. Yeah, you're welcome. A bartender said that he was coming down the stairs once when uh, just before his, hoof, his foot stuck the ground uh, the jukebox ju- wow I'm having a lot of problems today. I'm so sorry, everybody. Let's try that again. A bartender said that he was coming down the stairs when just before his foot struck the ground, the jukebox down in the basement turned on by itself. He mm-hmm. said it, quote, scared the S word out of him. Mm-hmm. This is a family show. I don't say swear. <laughs> <We don't> swear. <laughs> 
A former bartender said, this is the last piece here. Um, a former bartender said that one night as he was closing, he jokingly said, okay, everybody out. And suddenly a previously unnoticed man stood up from a table, shook his jacket. Hi. You have this place reserved. Till five. Till one. You already have till one. Yes. So sorry, everybody. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> in case you were wondering, a person just walked in on us. Got us with our pants down. <laughs> just kidding. That's not accurate. No. What the hell? Oh, that was really. Cool. Okay, um, can you reset? Yep. No. Okay. So I do reserve from 8 to 12. Oh, wow. From 1 till 5? What time is it right now? 12.30. Okay. Hurry up. Thank you. Sounds like we have it from noon to 1. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, it's 12.30. We're good. 12.30. So we'll get 10 more minutes apparently. So. That's very nice. How kind of her. That's how math works. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's fine. So a bartender uh, said that one night he was closing. He jokingly said, okay, everybody out. And suddenly a previously unnoticed man stood up from a table, shook his jacket, headed toward the exit, and then disappeared completely. Oh, dang. He didn't even like roar out in anger you're just like no i'm out of here <laughs> did he walk away angry does it say or just walked no, out he just disappeared hmm. like a ghost like a ghost like a ghost hmm. Mm -hmm. previously unnoticed mm. okay is that it yeah that's it all right and then this was for stone's throw bar yep in old glare okay I feel like our energy left. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, lady. But we'll be good. We'll be good. Because I'm going to tell my story in apparently eight minutes or yep. less. <laughs> okay. So I have three sources. Okay. Um, Minnes or no, because we're in Wisconsin. WisconsinCourts.gov, uh, Chicago Tribune, and Journal Times are my three sources. Mm -hmm. And I sort of mishmash them all together per usual. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, <laughs> man was found wandering through a police station parking lot, and he was charged with killing his former girlfriend, mm. her one-year-old son, and mm. her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Police say Gregory S. Pate, P-A-T-E, confessed to killing Patricia Best, 21, her son Dakota, and Roman Borntrigger in a West Side duplex located in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah, Roman had begun living at the duplex recently, so the boyfriend, mm -hmm. and as I think I said, Gregory is the ex-boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So Gregory confessed to a police officer who approached him in the parking lot that night. Um, he was charged with three counts of first-degree murder, okay. uh, one count of aggravated burglary, and was ordered uh, held on a one million cash bond. Just to re, whatever the word is, this guy's 38, Gregory mm -hmm. is 38, mm -hmm. Patricia, his ex-girlfriend's 21. I just uh, felt like pointing that out. Mm. Okay, so Gregory uh, could face three life-term prisons on the homicide charges. Mm. 
Interestingly, Greg's father said that um, uh, Patricia had recently ended their relationship. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> that same father said that he had lost it and went berserk on Friday when all three victims were shot. And police said that Greg told them where the bodies were and that they were all shot in the head. So this next section comes directly from the court paperwork. Mm -hmm. So it does go in detail and I apologize in advance. So going back to um, the the night before, the day before, on October 11, 1996, at 8 a.m., Greg shot his girlfriend, her new boyfriend, and her one-year-old son, all in the head, execution style, <clears throat> with a 38 caliber revolver. The trial court sentenced Greg to three concurrent life sentences with no possibility for parole. <laughs> So where I got, I already said I got this from court paperwork, but I think this is actually from a, what's it called when you want to reverse your conviction? Like appeal? Oh, yeah. Your yep, appeal? Yep, yep. Okay, so this is where I got the details. Very interesting. Okay. So at 4 a.m. on Friday that morning, um, after a sleepless all-night alcohol use, Greg loaded his thirty-eight revolver and went across town to his ex-girlfriend's house. He wanted to intimidate his ex-girlfriend and her new boyfriend into ending their relationship. <laughs> so Greg put a note on the boyfriend's truck warning him to stay away from his ex-girlfriend or else. Ooh. Greg then returned to his apartment. About four hours later at 8 a.m., he again went across town to his ex-girlfriend's house. <clears throat> he knocked on the door and walked in unannounced. He saw his ex-girlfriend and her new boyfriend seated, um, seated on the couch. After, oh no, I'm sorry. They're seated on the couch and they're reading the note he had left on the boyfriend's truck. The ex-girlfriend confronted him and threatened to call the police. Greg snapped and reached for his 38 and opened fire. He shot the boyfriend in the face, sending him to the floor. Greg then saw his ex-girlfriend run for the phone and he shot her in the back of the head. And at the same time, the dying boyfriend was, like, it says floundering about on the floor. And he was, which I love, trying to grab Greg's leg, like, to stop him in some way. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, Greg fired another round in his head. Now, brace yourself. Greg now turned on the baby, seated in a high chair, its eyes fixed upon its mother dying on the floor. Greg shot it in the head, convinced it had no life worth living without its mother. Wow. Greg told police that he never could have shot the one-year-old had it turned and looked at him. And just so you know, I'm saying it because that's what's in the paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it. So, yeah. So, he, didn't, he said he basically wouldn't have had the guts if the baby had looked at him. Mm. So, he said the, the its face had stayed away and... And nerved Greg to pull the trigger. Mm. After the killings, Greg drove ar- drove around looking for a place to shoot himself, mm. fully mindful of his wrongs. He could not find the strength he admitted, and instead of instead for a time made his escape. So he ran or did mm-hmm. something. <clears throat> the trial court ordered two competency evaluations on January twenty first and twenty eighth of the following year. 
And as we know, the trial concluded with Greg being sentenced to three concurrent life sentences mm-hmm. with no possibility for parole. Okay, good. Um, and just a fun fact, mm-hmm. there were no murders reported in Eau Claire from 91 to 95, and this happened in 96. Interesting. Sad. Yeah. Poor baby. Poor baby. What a sad story. He's looking at his mama. Mm-hmm. What, a, what another sad ending. I know. <laughs> it's terrible. So, to wrap up, because we have oh, we two have minutes. Two apparently. minutes, according to a lady who's very rude. <laughs> um, <coughs> I wanted to make sure that we say two things. Mm-hmm. One, make sure you email us mm-hmm. at northernfrights19 at gmail.com mm-hmm. if you have any case recommendations. Yes. You want to say, good job, guys, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Um, email us, and then also on Apple iTunes, send us a review. Mm-hmm. Five stars. Please. If you uh, decide that you want to give us a poor review, maybe just keep it to yourself. Keep because it to yourself. Tuck it away. For, uh, <laughs> again, very sensitive people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a pleasure, Anna, it and pleasure. we better skedaddle. We better get out of here. All right. Before this lady comes back. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. Bye.